great friend and author, screenwriter, Christopher Styerski. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. And yourself, Mark? Good. As, as we discussed a little before the podcast, I'm very busy, but good, good busy. Yeah. So um, what are you, uh, what are you uh, up to today as far as, uh, uh, that's not a great question. Let's, let's just, let's just stick with the questions that we always ask, Chris. What the okay. hell are you trying to do? Uh, <laughs> Uh, what do you, what have you been watching lately? Well, let me, let me say that. Let me start again on this. Uh, so Chris is a accomplished author and screenwriter. He's got a website, ChristopherStyers.com. Um, and also, I mean, he's all over Amazon, Goodreads, Barnes and Noble, his latest book, uh, Silk and the Maiden. No, I don't know. What's your <laughs> Desire and Witchery. Yeah. It's not, see, I was close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is uh, dropped a, a little while ago, doing well, and then uh, the ninth book. Your ninth book is coming out, hopefully, twenty twenty three, right? Yes, I'm hoping. Okay, well, we I, we're all hoping too. We like your work. Yes. Uh, so Chris has a has a great uh, a great war chest of novels that uh, run the gamut. So check them out on uh, on Amazon. He has an author page. Um, so. We are Plot Points Podcast, plotpoints.com. We're everywhere on the interwebs uh, and in plot and podcasting forums like Apple, um, Google, Amazon, yada, yada, yada. Um, if you have a question that you'd like to ask or something that you'd like to t- have us discuss, you can reach us at 919 Scripts, which is 919 919- 719-727-4787. Uh, that's uh, that's the easiest way to do it, or send us an email via the website plotpoints.com. Yeah. So, Chris, what have you been watching lately that you'd like to share with us? Um, I watched the pilot for Tulsa King. Oh, okay, that's the new Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, uh, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the miniseries, The English. That's a brand br- new a, too. A British western. Yeah, with um, uh, with Emily Blunt, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I watched the Bad Boys. Okay, not familiar with that. It's a cartoon. DreamWorks. Okay. And I watched the pilot for Inside Man. Inside Man, yeah. Um, and I watched Inside Man also. That's with David Tennant. Great. Yes. Yeah, he's. Uh, He's terrific in it. It's uh, very interesting. Tucci. Tucci, oh my God, oh. yeah, yeah. Tucci was great. Oh. Um, I am also watching Rebus, which is uh, based on a detective series. Uh, uh, the novels, I guess. I don't uh-huh. remember who wrote them, but it, it's an odd. You know, it's odd because what there's there's one Rebus act. There's one Rebus for the first season, and oh. then a different Re- Rebus for the next three seasons so there's four seasons the first one of which is actually the actor who portrays him is actually the producer of the series and he quits um and decide and they hand it to this other actor uh ken stott uh, which i which i anyway it took me a while to figure this out i'm looking for rebus and i'm watching ken stott and then this other one shows up and i'm going what the hell's going on so very very weird but it's a the first um very dark very dark dark detective series and then uh, I did watch a um, a, uh, a a movie that's kind of almost like a play called The Outfit. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that was very interesting. So that's on my list of to watch. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's 
it's flawed, but it works. It really does. I mean, it has some really amazing writing, yeah. acting, all the, the whole thing. So, so uh, beside Rebus and the outfit, um, I will also watch the one that you mentioned, which was Inside Man, which is written by, um, um, oh my God, now I'm going to blank on his name. Uh, but he's also responsible for Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock. Oh. Yeah, he's one of the two be- with Stephen Stephen Gatsis. Um Gattis, Gassis. Uh he's also uh boy, I wish I could remember his name. And he did did a lot of Doctor Who's also. So he's oh, okay. Wow, that's different. Yeah, the guy is talented. Um yeah. I'll think of his name in a minute. So yeah, all good stuff. I want to watch Tulsa King. I'm a big Taylor Sheridan fan, although yeah. he seems to be like every time you turn around, he's he's got nineteen twenty three coming out too, right? Um uh yeah. Or something yeah. like that. So yeah. he's got 1880, uh, Yellowstone, 1923, Tulsa King with Stallone. Um, I'm sure he's got another one in the works. I mean, he is suddenly the, you know, the, yeah. the, the go-to TV guy. I mean, the new, D, the new David E. Kelly, I guess. Yeah. He's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So his uh, idle thoughts become. TV series. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's got a proven track record. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You know, he was given the chance. I mean, his his movies, uh, I just watched or talked about Wind River oh. in my classes, which I think is one of just an amazing uh, piece of his. I like that. And and I wasn't a big fan initially of Hell or High Water. Yeah. Um, but then it, it just, I, when I watched, finally watched, I, I stopped it after about 10 minutes and I said, I just, I can't do this. And then I came back to it and boy, did I love that movie. So. Yeah. Oh, and Wind River has got an opening that every screenwriter. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's such a, such an amazing, if you haven't seen Wind River with Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen, I, I promise you, you will be impressed by it. So what have you been working on uh, other than, you know, everything? I know you're, <laughs> I know you've got, always got some couple irons in the fire, but what, what, what is going on right now? Well, I've been working on my horror screenplay. Mm, okay. And I actually thought I'd finally nailed the opening. Oh, good for you. Then, and I kept writing and I'd reached the midpoint. And I'm going, okay, I gotta set this up just right. And suddenly I realized I'd missed a major opportunity in the opening. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's yeah, great. I mean, I'm going, oh my God, how could I have not thought about that? Ah, so for the next couple of days, when I work on my stuff, I'll be working on rewriting the opening again. Uh, well, that's, you know, look, as long as you caught it, who cares, oh. you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Myself. Um, well, so one of my last book dropped, which is called uh, Demon Spear. That's on wow. Amazon. It's available as paperback or ebook. I'm sorry. You know what? Did you have anything else you're working on besides your script? Are you for, for too much, just really focused on that? I'm focused on that. Uh, yeah. Watched okay. a lot of news this past week that okay. more than I should have. No, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, I didn't want to cut you, cut you off, no, but I thought. Didn't. I thought that was, it sounded like you were saying that was it. So that's why yeah. I jumped in. Um, anyway, my book dropped, Demon Spear. Uh-huh. Um, it's on Amazon along with uh, Black Vault and Blood Fiction, which you're a part of. Uh, yeah. You have a story in there and my script writing book. 
So suddenly I'm an author, you know, suddenly I got, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm working on an article for creative screenwriting magazine. Uh, Uh I think, I think the question we have uh, today is based in, in is some somewhat based in what I'm working on. Okay. And then I'm also working on a pitch deck for a producer. He's a money guy, which is, good news yeah he doesn't know much about how to how to do a script so uh or how to do a production so i'm working on this pitch deck and one of these days we'll have to cover the differences between all these marketing tools uh because pitch deck is a marketing tool yes and uh, not many people use it it's really not appropriate from in fact this is my first one i've 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 written about them before but i've never done one for a project so but it's appropriate this time. So that's what I'm working yeah. on. And then my classes and I'm thinking about tr- trying to drop a fifth book before the end of the year. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I, I love being busy. And then I just finished a uh, an explainer video for another book. Uh, I do these explainer videos for, for other authors. And so yeah. I just finished that and he just dropped that. So it's been a, it's been a productive, very productive last couple of weeks. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good to hear. Well, I mean, I like being busy, but, you know, there there is a there is a limit. So, yeah. We're Plot Points Podcast. I'm with my friend Christopher Stiers, ChristopherStiers.com. He has uh, eight books out. Uh, they're all up on Amazon, Book uh, Goodreads, uh, Barnes & Noble, etc. You can go to ChristopherStiers.com also. He um, he mentions them there. He's not you're only selling your books through. Amazon, or I mean through booksellers, right? Uh, here right, Hold on. right. Small press, it's hard to get them into an actual bookstore. Yeah. So anyway, Chris, Chris's work is out there. You can you can check it out anytime. So this week we decided you came up with a great idea, which I loved, which was minor characters who became so compelling that you liked them almost as much or more than the main characters. Yes. So let's hear your list. Okay. Well, I kind of cheated on my first choice. That's okay. There's four characters, and that's Madam Secretary's main team: Blake, oh, Daisy, yeah. Matt, and Jay. Yeah, they're all real. They're all really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my next choice was Doctor Richard Burke in Friends. Oh yeah, the Selick. Sell it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, and then I probably could have picked all of my choices from Game of Thrones, but I went just with Podrick. Pod, oh, Podrick, uh-huh. Pod, yeah. Okay. Okay, and my top two both came from West Wing. Okay, uh, the first one I've got on there is Ainsley Hayes. Ainsley is the female... Yeah, the blonde Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Her stuff was just wonderful. Yes, she was very good. But my favorite in West Wing is Donna Moss. Oh, Donna was great. (laughs) I mean, here they are. Here's all of our main characters and all of their secretaries. And she just jumped out of the crowd. Yeah, they're all the the whole series was just filled with amazing characters. Yes. Yeah, I I can I can heartily endorse all of those. Uh, to think um, I I would have never picked Doctor Richard Burke simply because I would never have remembered Doctor Richard Burke. I mean, it's like that. There's so many great characters. 
Yes. Uh, you know, uh, Friends lasted 10 years. Yes. So it was, that was amazing. Okay. So for me, I picked Kalinda from The Good Wife, who was the private um, detective played by yeah. Archie. Uh, I can't remember. Moonjob, I think her, her name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a side character named Tosh. Uh, her last name is Macintosh. They call her Tosh in the TV series Shetland. Okay. Uh, She's really, really terrific. Avery Brooks from Spencer for Hire. Hawk. Oh, okay. Remember okay. Hawk? Yes. Yeah. And uh, my final, uh, well, I have, I have one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And then uh, Spock uh, from Star Trek. Okay. And all his iterations. I mean, no matter where you, where you find him, uh, he's, he's really compelling. Mm-hmm. I just love that character. He's so unique. Yes. And then um, Watson. From, oh, okay. from mostly from any, I'll say any Sherlock Holmes iteration, yeah. but mostly the Martin Freeman Watson oh. is, I think is just really amazing because they don't yes. make him anybody's fool. Right. Um, so, so I'll, I'll, here's a trivia question. How many times has, I have two trivia questions. Okay. How many times has Sherlock Holmes been, uh, appeared on TV or the movies? Oh, good grief. I think he's one of the top characters other than Dracula. Yep, he is. Okay, how many? 226. Wow. Yeah, since the early 1900s. Uh, and then here's another trivia question. What is Sherlock Holmes's computed, what, what people feel is his IQ? Oh, good grief. Um, I don't know, but it's up there. Yeah, he's higher than Einstein, if that wow. gives you any hint. So uh, according to I don't this one article I was reading it's 190. Yeah. So uh Einstein was 160. Sherlock Holmes is just that Benedict Cumberbatch for that's Stephen Moffat. That's the guy that wrote uh, uh yeah. So okay. Stephen Mo- Moffat Moffat and uh Gatsis. Wasn't Moffat one of the wasn't Moffat the guy whose head was in the jar in um uh Silence of the Lambs? I'm not sure. No, I don't remember. Okay. All right. Well, uh, do we have a question uh, to talk about for this this podcast? Uh, we do. And basically, it comes down to how do you add conflict to your scenes? Good. Yeah. So the the best way, in my opinion, is you set up a you set a set of rules up. Like, like, uh, let's say it's a religious character mm-hmm. and he's not allowed to have sex because of his uh, standing as a uh, as a priest. Right. And then you put temptation in his path. Okay. So the temptation is easy. Everybody's tempted. Priests, you know, nuns, whatever, women, men. But because he's because the rules of his world say he can't engage in relationships it automatically creates conflict if you put in a woman uh, or man who tempts him or, yeah. or her. Let's say you're working as a minister where in a church where they allow female um, female ministers. Now, some yeah. religions have uh, the allowance for marriage, yeah. but uh, there's there's usually most of them don't are are uh, you know the, the, uh, being gay is still not oh, accepted. Yeah. So 
So you get even more out of a character if he's gay and in a, in a situation where the gayness is a is going to be uh, you know the end of his career as a priest or a minister or something like that. So the the rules, whatever whatever you consider the rules of your world, whatever you're writing, uh, whatever the time period is, like in the fifties, homosexuality was illegal. Yeah, uh, it's not illegal now, but there are still places where you can't. Uh, engage in homosexual relationships. So, um, so it depends on the time, the rules, all that stuff creates conflict more than anything else is yeah. the rules in a, in a household. Let's say that the father says to his kids, you can't have, um, you can't have candy uh-huh. and they eat candy or in a corporation, there's a dress code and the character refuses to abide by it. I mean, whatever the world is, it doesn't have to be a big, 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 world issue it could just be a small one yeah. so anyway so that's that's the nature of my article for creator screenwriting magazine it'll probably drop it should drop before the next podcast but in case okay. it doesn't you guys can find it at creator screenwriting magazine csmagazine.org i think it's org. Okay. but sounds intriguing yeah it's a it's a fun article i ended up writing a lot more than about it than i thought i was going to uh, uh-huh. so it, it it did lend itself to a lot of discussion All right. Well, Chris, do you have a um, uh, writer's quote for us? Yes, I do. Uh, this is from Patty Chayefsky. Oh, God, I love him. Yep. He said, I'm not a great writer. I'm a great rewriter. Mm. Yeah, Patty, it's P-A-D-D-Y, Chayefsky, yeah. uh, was responsible, I mean, for some of my some of my favorite uh, movies and and, uh, I, if I remember correctly, he's the only screenwriter who has won the Academy Award three times. Really? No, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah wow. We, sh- we should do a – if we haven't, we should do a, pro- a profile on him one of these yes. days. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, listen, Chris, it's always good to talk to you. My friend here, uh-huh. Christopher Stiers, ChristopherStiers.com, uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Goodreads, his book uh, – uh, Silk and Destiny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I can never remember your goddamn. Desire and Witchery. Uh, and the sorry. one before that was Silk and Swords. Silk and Swords, right? Uh, they're both out. They both dropped, and more to come. Yes. Um, so for myself, for Chris, for all the men and women at uh, OC Screenwriters, be inspired. Do good work. All right, that's. Okay.